Yo, yo, this is Treasy. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the On Ear Network. We know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves. So we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity. The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel. And Grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories. And of course, Kind of Movie Critics which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV. So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's start the show. I'd like to increase the buy. 300 keys per week. The game's changing. Southern border's wide open. Product flooding the market. Price of cocaine's going down by the week, and I am under a lot of pressure to stay competitive. How much less were you thinking? Thinking a thousand per key. Thousand per key times 300, that's 300,000. You're a numbers guy, what's 300,000 times 52? I'm just telling you what's happening on the street. And I'm telling you that the company is on my ass about these funds. If I start coming back with less, that's gonna bring a lot of attention that you and I cannot have. Yeah, but if my people can pay less elsewhere, then they will. And that's a whole other kind of trouble for us. I thought your people were family. And nothing tears a family apart like money. My nigga got on. My nigga got all white, no socks. My nigga got that cocaine on today. That's how you feel. Turn my vocal up. That's how you feel, Emery. Turn my vocal up some more. Turn my vocal up, girl. Turn the music up, too. Six, I don't know. Something feels... Feels like home. It feels like home. Hi, friend. Doesn't it? This is this is where we thrive. Very, very familiar territory for for your dynamic duo here. We're the king of this particular land. The kings, right? Yeah. You, May, are we both a mics on this one? Do you think? Uh, I think here we get. I don't mind sharing. Yeah, I think here you a mic. Yeah. Duties with you, I guess. I don't know. On this particular show, at least. Yeah, on this particular show. Um, kind of our bag. But I'm just I'm shocked that you're willing to be the king. You don't want to be the queen of this. You're right. I do want to be the queen because the queen has better moves. Oh, I'll take that. That's that's dope. That's yeah. good. Yeah. The queen gets shit done while you the all queen. men sit at home and, you know, huh. just sit there. You know, with, with, with Louis say Jerome, you better be naked when I come back. Her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> they, they was real horny, both of these episodes. Like. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, but I, I like I like where they're at. We're going to get to it, though. As y'all can see, Six still got the cough. It's going away, though. Yeah. It's much less violent. Thank goodness. Uh, Grams of Snow podcast. Um, your favorite podcast. You know, the one that breaks down the drug dealer stuff. That one. You know, the one that breaks down the crime stuff, the mafia stuff, you know, like the street gang stuff and political crime stuff. Political crime. Teenage, teenage base head. Right. <laughs> the, the people that bring <laughs> from the makers of the content. Enough. <laughs> right. Enough. All right. Enough. All right. I'm doing the most. <laughs> We're, but we're those people, man. We we watch TV shows like Snowfall and all the other stuff where you root for the bad guy. And uh, and we bring you the morsel of the conversation broken down into grams, you know, for educational purposes. You know how we get down. So anyway, because Six is looking at me funny because she, she senses me trying to change this intro. Yes. <laughs> I'm growing, Six. I'm growing. <laughs> They know what they listening to. <laughs> if you ain't growing, what you doing? Who else but us? Right, who else but us? I could think of a few people. 
That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out to this week in culture, man. You don't want to. You don't want to continue shouting them out. Hi, friends. We okay. can. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, we're here to break down snowfall. Hopefully, you are still following along or have listened to our Euphoria, our BMF, our Snowfall season four, our Succession. But this is Snowfall season. Five and actually today because FX did us the pleasure of releasing episodes one and two, y'all getting gonna, one and two. We yeah. gonna break down one and two together. Gonna, okay, yeah. So it's, it's, if you're binging this and listening, you need to watch one and two. Yes, yeah. we're not, we're not gonna differentiate. <laughs> right like, there, you go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, point made. You know, moment in history they gave us two at that time. So yeah, we do what FX tells us. That's what we do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. I'm your host, Treasy, a.k.a. Zan Aykroyd. Please. <laughs> oh yeah, boy. Coke Busters. <sighs> enough. Enough. Mm-hmm. Please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel where I'm going with it, though? And uh, my coffin co-host mm-hmm. that is, you know, just loves to curse me out for no for no whatever reason. No reason, huh? And we can, we can call her the A2 mic. Oh, I still figure out a way to do hierarchy here. Of course, here. of course. I'm the A1, you're the A2, Mike, because they need right. definition. Do they? We, we don't live in the same skin. They, oh, they need okay. definition. Uh, but that's my co-host, Six. You ready, Six? I don't know. You not sure if you're ready? No. I feel like, you don't, I feel like you're not ready. <laughs> the page flipped on me. Uh-huh. I, had to flip, I had to flip it back over. Six, a.k.a. Meth Middler. <laughs> God. <laughs> You would pick that problematic white woman. No, I like Bette Midler, man. Shout out to Bette. Oh, Bette Midler's great until she just be saying stuff. You know, like some old people just be so passionate about too much and just be saying stuff. It's like, you shouldn't have said that. Like, I know your heart might have been right, but you weren't supposed to say that. I'm going to be honest. I have no reference to Bette Midler outside of acting. Like, oh, she not. tweets a lot, and that's my thing. Does she? Yeah. Oh, see, no, you can't give old folks. Yeah, Twitter. like that, it ruins everything. Because some stuff as an old person, black or white, believe it or not. Yeah. I'm gonna let you just say because you old. Yeah. But it's like, stop saying stuff. Yeah. You either gotta be old and spreading positivity. Shout out to Viola Davis. You, you got it. Old? Not really, yeah. but she's she's elder than me. Right? Okay. Uh, so she would be like an auntie to you. Yeah. She's like yeah. an auntie range for you, but she's not even old. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think she's. She could late be my 50s. grandmother. Yeah. She, okay. Yeah. So okay, I got. Old I, is I, like I could it be your grandmother? Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So my apologies, Viola, yeah. uh, who we all know is my favorite actor. So that was Treating no shame. In love with her. I yeah. love Viola. That's Davis. his prototype for real. <laughs> I love Viola Davis. Yeah. And then, um, so you can either be the old one that spreads positivity, or, or you the can hilarious be one. The hilarious Dion one. Dionne Warwick. Okay, she's funny. Ooh. I like her. Dionne Warwick is hilarious on okay. Twitter. It's probably not her tweeting, but that's even better. Right. But it's the way she interacts with brands and people, like, she'll joke on you. Right. She'll be like, what is this, guys? Like, what the fuck is this? She'll ask outrageous questions. She's really good. Got She's it. really good on Twitter. Yeah. I'm convinced that Holly Berry knows how to use Twitter better than everybody. Better than most. I love that she's embraced her auntie as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like she's Holly embraced Berry. the auntiness of it all. Yeah. And I wouldn't dare call her old. And then... um, or you could be the old person that is clear you don't know how to use Twitter and you're just confused by it. Yeah. But you can't be the old person that gets up there talking political shit and f- spreading yeah. misinformation about things. A la Susan Sarandon and Bette Midler. See, you can't you can't do that. They just be trying. 
and it's fall like, back. Just y'all hush. Yeah, the world's gonna burn. You you've lived your portion of it. Just just your make generation's us laugh. fault that we actually in this mess. You waited too long to say something. Actually, mm. wow, a word from the A two mic. <laughs> Hey. Shit. Can we get to the fucking way in? Yeah, I, I do want to get to the way in. Is there anything else we want to cover in the intro outside of the fact that we're about to go to World War Three? That's not happening. I've I've just decided that that is not happening. <laughs> yeah, what's happening? There is too much going on. Yeah, and it's not happening. Okay, well, I'm, I'm I like I like your brand of denial. Yeah, oh, I am denying. <laughs> it's gotten to the point where the world is so mm-hmm. gone to shit. Mm. I'm just gonna choose to believe that it's not. Mm. Because if it's going to shit, what the fuck am I gonna do, right? Like, yeah. and all, and honestly, Putin pushed the button. Like, if you're gonna do it, let's just do, do it. it. Let's just do it. Like, stop playing. Just, just do it. You just want 24 hours a notice, advance no, notice. No, you don't even want notice, bro. Just do it. You don't want to do like like they did on 24 hours to live. No, you know oh, how okay. you know how anxiety feel at 24 hours would be. I would have a heart attack. Yeah. I just want to wake up dead one day. <laughs> like that's I it. just want to wake up. De- wow. <laughs> I just want to wake up dead. I just want to wake up dead one day. Like, well, good luck with that. Ridiculous. Let's get into this breakdown. <laughs> or weigh in, excuse me. Uh-huh, yeah, look. So look, I'm rusty. Niggas die by the handful every day and nobody give a fuck when one white boy gets shot in the valley and the whole city loses their mind. Look, as soon as Dan Ridge is out the ride, we'll know where he's at and then we'll go do what has to be done, all right? All right, man. Well, um, here for the weigh in. So for anybody who's new to the program, uh, welcome, number one. Number two. Uh, we, this segment is called the weigh in where we weigh in. This is like how we rate the episode. So we weigh in the episodes like a brick. The rating scale is full brick means the episode was amazing. Half a brick eh, episode is all right. Quarter brick. Hey, okay. We, we going into super trash territory and anything other than that, uh, anything underneath a quarter brick, when we start getting into grams and eighths and all that. Mm. That's just pure trash, okay? Mm. So that's how our rating system for the episodes go if you're a first-time listener. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a first-time listener, sorry, you had to sit through that and, and Six's perpetual coughing. Leave me alone. I, you know, it is a bodily function that I cannot help. That's true, but we got to address it when it happens or no, it just we don't. feels weird. No, we don't. All right, so where are you at? With, and, and here's the second thing. We're weighing in episodes one and two together. Yes. Okay. So, it's, it's a pack. Got it. Is it, it, we smoking on a pack? Okay. <laughs> okay. Where does this episode sit with you, Six? Um, oh, episodes. This saga. So again, I like to announce this because for me, the way I view rating and like even the Rico Awards is how does this episode move the show forward is always what I try to be cognizant of. Okay. And I, I think I'm true to that in other series. Um. So for me, it's about three quarters of a break. Well, that's, as far not, as, that's not even a... It's not. We don't, I, I can choose okay, that. So you're it, making This is it, our show. All right. So this is like, between good and It's almost decent. a whole break. It's almost a whole break, okay, according okay. to that. Um, the only reason I wouldn't give it a whole break mm-hmm. is because a lot of it's like, y'all, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. But again, propelling the show mm-hmm. in ways that make sense, to be honest. Right. Besides just springing a whole fucking wife on us. But Fam. we'll get there. We'll get there. Fam. We'll get there. That boy keep his dick wet, don't he? Fam. <laughs> But yeah, so very, very close to a whole break for me because okay. the story, there's so much story to tell now mm-hmm. and they do have 10 episodes, so they better tell the fucking story. Okay. And it's confirmed they have 10, right? 
I, I thought till last time, so let me. Yeah, yeah. I while mean, you well, weighing in, I'm gonna look. Well, yeah. I mean, typically Snowfall does, but I just wanted to make sure they weren't pulling a yeah fucking Sammy Sosa on us. Oh, um, Sammy Sosa. Yeah, I don't even know how those two came. I don't together, know either, but, but... <clears throat> I really meant to say Kaiser Soze, but okay. so, Sammy Sosa came out. Um, I, all right, so you gave it three quarters of a brick. I'm gonna be a little controversial here. I'm gonna give these episodes together as one a half a brick. Okay. Um. Mm. Um, it was. How do you say it? It's. It wasn't underwhelming. It wasn't overwhelming. It just was just whelming. whelming. Yeah. You know. Uh, I. I don't know what I expected because you know these shows. They're doing a way better job of just bending corners and taking directions that you never thought they would take. So, I, I think we made some predictions at the end of season four, but you know I don't know how many of them I'm really married to, so I didn't know what to expect coming in. I'll tell you what I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't expect a nigga to be in a whole relationship with a pregnant woman, sure. <laughs> you know, gotten somebody pregnant right off the rip. I didn't like, expect that. Like there was no indicator that this was that, that, I mean, we fresh, you fresh off of, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, uh, man, boy, home girl. Yeah. Tanase. Yeah. Tanase. No, nah, it wasn't man, boy, sister. Remember yeah. we tried that. We remember, see, I'm so good. Remember no, no, I, I, no, no. I feel like it was proven that he was. No. We that was my prediction that Tanase was man boy's sister, okay. but it ended up that she was just working for him. That's right. Her brother was in jail with yeah. someone they knew. Got it, got yeah. it, got it. So um but uh you, you know, you fresh off Tanase and she didn't get killed, right? They just let her go. Yeah. You know, you fresh so I wonder if she popped back up, probably not. But she's probably in jail. They made her Look, they made it look like she took the rap for Man Boy Dying. Remember, they put the, the weapon in her hand. Oh, yeah. And sent but, her outside. But, you know, that could be, that's a B and E. You know what I'm saying? Like He's dead. Yeah. that's I, mean, you, you, I shot you when you broke into my fucking house and shot at me. <laughs> and that's what they told her to do. But yeah. yeah, so, yeah. But, but, but she is, had to explain, she probably had to explain all them dead bodies outside in the right. car that, uh, who, and this who, is only 11 months later. So she could still be in jail. That was only 11 months ago? Yep. This nigga Franklin boy, he lived, he got, he lived well, real life. Well, let me say, the only time lapse they've shown mm-hmm. is eleven months old. How's that? Well, th- okay, and that was with Teddy. Correct. Yeah. Okay. It was with so, Teddy. Well, it was a bunch. Of, even with them, kind of. Yeah. But they only so far. It could be more. No, it, I think it was more because eleven months is when Teddy popped back up trying to get into the CIA again, contracting for the CIA. Yeah, but that was right after he did Alton. And Allison ain't been, so I guess. It was longer than that because he, you know, when he was having that conversation at at the bar with that dude, they were basically showing that like Teddy was still working out okay. and running in the jungles in Guatemala. No, and all yeah, like shit. I'm not, I'm just saying, that's why I corrected it to say yeah. the only time lapse we've seen is right. 11 months. So it could be up to two years, I feel like, because I know for sure this is 86 because of Lynn Bias. Right. So, yeah. so yeah, they're time stamping us here. Yeah. With, uh, rest in peace, Lynn Bias. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to think, what was, how did we time, did we time stamp the. I feel like we said was it was it, like 83 or 84. We couldn't be sure. Yeah. But it felt 84-ish. Oh, I can't remember. Did they give us something? Not really. To It was something specific that happened. I think it might've been like the, um. What was the the We the judged gun, it by the Uzis. The guns. By the big Uzis. Yeah. By, yeah. The tech nines and the Uzis. Right. <coughs> and and I think those were kind of like fresh on the scene mm-hmm. at that time. But yeah, irregardless. Um uh yeah, there's a there, yeah, there's just a lot that 
seemingly happen. And I get it. You know, we weren't privy to all that dead time in between. So, of course, it makes sense that he, it's not that it doesn't make sense that he would pop up with a woman. It's just kind of like. um, It don't make sense yet. It don't make sense yet. Yeah. 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 It, 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 and it feels contrived. Like I, the new the new aggressive cop feels contrived, too, at this it point. It does feel con- Veronique. <laughs> She's composing. She's very brilliant. Yeah. Right. Oh, I was talking about you were composing. Yeah, what so you yeah. wanted to say. Yeah. She's very smart. She's very. She seems very driven. She's spiritual. She sages niggas. Organized. Okay. Yeah. She got not, the right energy. But not Franklin Speed. And maybe that's a thing, right? Because I've I've men do that. Right. When men are ready to relax, they're like, you know what? Let me find somebody with the things that yeah. I actually need in my life. And I imagine being a twenty four year old kingpin ages you a bit. <laughs> right. So maybe he's thirty four in his head and he's ready to settle down. Right. Um, but I just don't look at her in them church dress and them church dresses. Yeah. And think Veronique don't look twenty four. Veronique look about forty six. <laughs> Well, well, black don't crack. She don't look that old, but she definitely look out of the the next will, generation. I up. won't be surprised to find out she's in her thirties. Okay, she might be that because they don't say anything about her age. Yeah, they don't. They but, brought up his age a couple times. Yeah, once that I know of, I can't remember the second time, but but yeah, she she definitely comes across as a little older. Like you know what, she has to be older because she's a lawyer. Yeah, she's a lawyer. So you talking about bar exams? Yeah. And Juris doctor, like she, she's older. She gotta be considerably. Yeah, she's at least thirty, at least twenty eight. I, I would go there. I would yeah. say twenty eight, maybe the thirty mark. You know, and um, may, I say that because she seems to have been an established lawyer. Like it sounds like yeah, she's she got put her own things, practice. Like she put things <laughs> to the side to come do this with him. Is kind of what they is how they did it. Like yeah. she's like she sacrificed what she was doing. Right. And and that don't really come at twenty four, twenty three. I mean, the bar by itself just you, you're going to be at least twenty four before you even take it the first yeah, time. Yeah, all of that. Uh, what do they call it? LSAT. The LSAT. Yeah. yeah. So you know, for, so for her to come fresh out the LSATs to having her own practice, was a she successful practice? She seems like like real estate lawyer. I guess is what's happening. No, 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 no. Was she his lawyer and they got together? Is what I'm thinking. That's possible. I mean, probably. So that's we gotta what... save it for a breakdown. We just weighing in right now. Oh, your facts. We just facts, jumping right facts, in. Look facts, at that. Facts. Look at that. We missed it here. Okay, so uh, three quarters of a brick for you, mm-hmm. half a brick for me. Yeah. It was just whelming. Yeah. Cool. Let's move on to the breakdown. All right. Less dependent we are on loans, the stronger our case will be. You worried about coming up with that number? No. But it might be good bringing us to Jerome and Louis, Leon, hedge our bet, spread the wealth if it works. If you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go together. What if I want to go fast and far? <laughs> then you go with me. All right, we're in the breakdown territory. And again, for our new listeners, breakdown is where we get very in-depth yeah. on the episode. We literally take the brick we just weighed in and we break it down into grams. Yeah, hence yeah. the names, Grams yeah. of Snow. Ta-da! Yeah, I should have I ooped that to you. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Um, now nah, you care about cutting me off. <laughs> Shut up, man. I, <laughs> I, I hate you, man. Fucking weird. All right, man. So let's get. Uh, I mean, we started on Veronique. Do we want to continue on that train of Veronique, or do we want to just, uh, you know, we we, we always have to get into this groove again? I'm going to ask you only okay. because you're the note taker person. Okay, let's do it. I just be looking at the tweets from the night before. <laughs> That's literally all I be doing. All right. So, do you want to do it by character, or do you want to do it in chronological order? 
I think um I think character may serve better here because we're going to be jumping around a lot if we don't. And um, they seem like they have pretty strong storylines. Yeah. Yeah, so I, it may serve us better to talk about characters here. Okay, so right. let's stay on Veronique then. Okay, let's stay on Veronique. Yeah. The, the newest addition to Snowfall, or one of the newest additions. <laughs> <laughs> With the newest addition. <laughs> right. She the Bobby Brown of the jump. But like, how are you? She So she at least, I'm a 28 to 30. Okay, I give you that. And I'm thinking she might have been Franklin's lawyer at some point, because where did you come from? Franklin not, doesn't find you. Right. Because you weren't at a club that he was at. <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, y'all weren't kicking it nowhere. He didn't meet you at a cafe. Right. Like, Her energy's too good for that. Her energy's too good for the club. And, other, and mm. she just don't like a club girl. Yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't. She she's very, no male. I, she's no what? She's no male. Before the coke. Yo, say what you're trying to say, dog. I don't want to. <laughs> nah, say what you're trying to say, cuz. Um, you think Damsey could do better? I think I think Franklin could do better. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it sounds like you might be getting a little confused. No, but I mean, just like, honestly, mm-hmm. and, I, and that has to be on purpose. Like, well, yeah, I think. And I'm I mean, not calling the young lady ugly. It just doesn't fit the It doesn't fit. It, it doesn't the character. fit. Right, right. Yeah. She, and I think that is on purpose, right? I think, I think what you're saying is correct. One, I would assume that she was probably, you know, him- him and the and the mom were doing real estate deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, sissy, him and Sissy were doing real that estate bitch. deals. So, so it sounds like, or what I would gather is that because uh, th- this practice is called what West Side Development, I believe, something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I guess she's the legal portion of West Side Development. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know because it's it's funny when he called. When Franklin called the office and talked to the receptionist, she called him boss mm-hmm. when she passed it on to Veronique. And then when he was in the office with Veronique- She said, I'm the boss. She said, I'm the boss. So it almost sounds like West Side Development has like a floor of, a, of, a, of an office, right? Like in an office building. Mm-hmm. And then whatever her practice is, is kind of merged in there. Maybe. Because maybe it's like the biggest client. Mm, maybe. Uh, you know, or, some, or something of that nature. So it's like two entities sort of coexisting, or at very least they share. Maybe it's a partnership. Yeah. Maybe it is, right? Something of that nature. Um, so, yeah. So, so that develops over time. You know, what did Drake say? She seen me, uh, he, he fucked the notary public. She seen me sign off on some unbelievable numbers. Right. Like it, it could be <laughs> just know? that. So, yeah. Shout but, out to Drake. I, but also, she going to run him through. The clean. I don't like her. I want her out of here. That's the vibe you get from she her. She is not good for my boy. You tripping? That's not the. That's not the vibe that I get at all. Like I get. I get big gold digger vibes, and, and not even on purpose. Whoa. I get very much. I'm here. Uh-huh. I want to be here. However, comma. I'm going to be good. You be damned. Whether or not we are good, mm. I'm gonna be all right, and I know what the bodies are, so I know how to make sure I'm good. Do what you want. Because she she keeps stressing me and this baby. Mm-hmm. I need to have. I need to know. And that's not necessarily bad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, But it just feels real. And maybe because we're just being introduced to her. Right. And this is how. Like, we haven't seen her love Franklin yet. But we have seen her make it very clear. Bitch better have my money. When, when did she say that? When did that happen? When she's talking about... um. This is the date that you have to sign over, uh, sign the trust for me and the baby. This is the date that you have to have. Uh, it was something she had like three, at least three dates on that big calendar yeah, she put the 501 out. Five hundred one C three, right? And that was about 
putting aside money for her and the baby, nothing wrong with it, but you take note. Okay. You're calling this out here. And then you take note of their conversation, um, calling out that she wants to remain in charge of something of her own, which by itself wasn't bad. Right. Right. Of course you do. You seem really driven. You seem really smart, really talented. You want to do these things to yourself. Um, me and my baby are going to be okay. If something happens to you, you to make sure that we're fine. We won't be the casualty of this. Like, it's just all these little things combined. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, and okay. she just, and again, all of that and having never seen her be very, and maybe she has been emotional because she has been like, you know, I'm going to be all that you need me to be the things that were missing before me. She hit him me. with some bars, bro. But yeah, even that though, why are you that slick? <laughs> because she a lawyer. No, oh. I, I get what you're saying. I, okay. She's not good enough for my boy. I'll say two things. One, women know better. Women know women better than men do. Okay. So, so, you know, I, I can concede there. However, I do not get gold digger vibes. I definitely get. That was the wrong word. Okay. Yeah. I, I I definitely do get. You said you were going to do something. You need to do it. Like once you put it out there, I'm going to hold you to it. I get that vibe. You know what I'm saying? And she kind of said that, like a man that a, a man that is of his word is worth me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I get I'll leave you if you don't hold up to that. Is what I guess I'm getting at. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's somewhat fair, right? Yeah. So, so it sounds like the demand, the only demand here, because, and and here's what, here's another reason why I'll push back on what you were saying. Mm-hmm. He actually, he surprised her by basically writing her into this deal, this, this as a full partner, deal. like a separate partner, right? Yeah. So, and well, that we was also no Franklin a sucker. Yeah, but but at the, <laughs> but we can't call it a sucker here because this is his baby mom at this point. True. You know what I'm saying? I think he's doing- You're supposed to take care of her forever You're supposed anyway. to take care right. of her. You right. want to put her in a position of equity. Right. You don't want her to not too be fair, secure fair, in that situation. So, um, so I think he's doing the, what he feels like is the right thing. And she didn't expect it to be done. She was very thankful about it. I don't know if she didn't expect it. Really? What women, what some women are really good at mm. is- um, Game, this, game time with six, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen up. And not me. <laughs> um, what some women are really good at is knowing what we would like our partner to do, mm-hmm. what needs to be done, but also knowing how to make sure our partner feels like it was their decision. Um, we know how to nudge mm. just right. Um, I, I think that's a class somebody need to teach. I don't. I think. I think a lot of women are. Excuse me. I think some women are void of that skill. No, but it also comes with having a partner who actually likes you. This isn't oh, just yeah, some guy okay. that you know. It, right. It's your actual, like, your life partner. And it's not out of manipulation. Well, sometimes it can be out of manipulation. <sighs> yeah. But it's a, a man who actually likes you back. Got it. You're able, to, a lot of women are able to do that. You can make this work. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, um, or also a lot of times men know who they're dealing with. Okay. And he knows that. And maybe, again, not to a detriment, but she seems about her money. She needs her things. Yeah. Well, and it's his baby mother. Like you, like that's a v- very fair point. Yeah. Whether they stay together or not, he could die. He could die, bro. A lot of things could happen. He could go to jail. Yeah. Um. She needs assurances. Right, but I'm sure that that was an expectation of hers. Maybe she is truly appreciative. Um, but I don't think that she did not expect that, and I think that it would have been an issue had it not been done. Let me. Let me. Okay, she knows what Franklin does, right? Yes, but it feels like she makes it vague on purpose. 
It feels like she knows, but she tries to know as little as possible. Yes. And, and maybe that's the lawyer in her, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't tell me too many details. All right, plausible but she, deniability. Plausible, right. It, but yeah. she knows he's a drug dealer. Yes, because she knew who Grady was. And knew about a war coming and knew what all that stuff meant and wanted to sage him. And yeah. Got it. Okay. Good, good, good. I just wanted to make sure. Because and she know Louie and Jerome. She got to know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she got to know. Yeah. Yeah, she got to know. Okay. Um... I, I, I'll say they're in a step in the right direction that he is very open with her and she knows these things. So I can, I can see that being, a, a, you know, a thing that was attractive to him too, is I didn't have to hide who I was, you know, and you, and actually in telling you, you can help protect me, help protect. And she me. does seem very protective of him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think she's, I think she's definitely goal oriented. So I, I think the conflict with her, I think the conflict that you're looking to happen in saying that, like, the, you know, she's about her money and you just kind of worried. Um, I think the conflict with her comes in with the fact that Reed is back in the play. I was just sitting here thinking after listening to you, is she the new sissy? Because remember, sissy Probably. at some point was she gave up on the fight to leave. But Franklin has been promising this woman. Yes. I'm getting out. And you could have gotten out. Yes. Until Reed came back. Reed don't care. Right. You're going to sell drugs till we both die. Yeah. And he was on his way out as he promised her. Right. And as I'm sitting here, so you talk, I'm like, well, maybe the conflict that I'm feeling is she's going to become a much more persuasive and aggressive version of Sissy. Yeah. Well, and Because she's sense. not his mom. She is someone else's mom now. Right. Yeah. But, but however... You know, that that falls in line with the whole Oedipus thing, right? You guys fall in love with yeah. women like their mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then what's probably going to happen is he's probably going to get a chance to somewhat be able to walk in his father's shoes and see sort of what, because that's, history has a way of repeating itself, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if she is indeed sissy and he is indeed in this position where he wants to get out, but he cannot, and people start turning on him. See, the same way like Alton somewhat had to turn on the Brotherhood, right? Because they were about to kill him. Ooh. We know that the CIA, we know how this ends up. Yeah. The CIA is going to turn on Franklin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to have to fight the Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So he gets a chance to walk in Alton's shoes to some degree, and they kind of re- relive out on some Shakespearean okay. shit. They get to relive out his parents all over again. Okay. That's, that's just a I can po- see that. possible prediction here. Yeah. I can see that. I just, does she just don't feel good to me? Her see, character just feels, she feels the best to me. Really? She feels, she feels, maybe I'm just a hating ass bitch. I don't know. <laughs> you might be. I might be. She just, she feels like so anti everything everybody else is. Like she doesn't feel, because she makes her own money in a, in, in the legit forum. She doesn't feel like she's around this nigga because he makes money. That's not why she's here. We ended up here, but that's not that's not why I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm respectful of your place. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll clean it up. Don't worry. Ain't nobody worried. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they live together. They probably, but that 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 even goes to my point even more. She doesn't assert herself like this is my house. Like she's still like, no, this is a mess. You ain't supposed to make a mess at whether it's your house or not. You share the space, huh? Yeah, but but how many people would do it and be like, this is my house. I don't give a fuck. You understand what I'm saying? Like Mel wouldn't give a fuck. Well, Mel was a Mel crackhead. shot the nigga. 
Mel was a crackhead. Right. I don't know that we should compare her to Mel. Uh, I mean. Mel was also like a child. Right. I get you. Well, well I mean, even Tanase. Tanase, eavesdropping on Tanase the nigga. Tanase would have been suck a dick, not making no fucking calendars. Like, what's yeah, all right. But but what I'm getting at is that, like, I mean, I'm clear what I'm getting at. Maybe it's, I'm just getting, because I don't like Sissy Saint. So okay. maybe that's what it is. Because you're right. It could be the same vibe of, bitch, pick a side. You do know. But right. now you think he's supposed to be able to up and leave. I know what he told you, but it's how the game go. You can't just up and leave now. Sometimes we may have that. Right. And I feel like I'm going to end up back here with, I told them, don't bring me no more Sissy Saints. And here comes this bitch from Barony. Here, come, here comes Sissy now Saint Jr. Now you bring me a, right, a Sissy Saint with 30 more years to live. Yeah. Like, well, she might. I mean, she may not. You know, the, here's, some possible, here's some possibilities that can happen, right? Ooh, that uh, her and that baby get out of here. Uh, uh, th- there's miscarriages that could potentially happen for whatever reason. Reed could get pissed. You know what I'm Reed saying? Because Reed is unhinged. We're going to get there. But uh, Reed yeah, is, Reed is a serial killer right now. Damn. Yeah, he's on a different, he's on a different level. Reed is, um, Reed think he's, Reed sells, Reed's a drug dealer. He is no longer a CIA operative. Oh, right. He just right. a plug. Like, he, yeah. he's bad as the Columbians. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and he's, okay. So he's buying a compound kind of a little off of Malibu mm-hmm. on, on the PCH. He's buying a comp, he, he's buying a plot of land that he's going to develop a compound for. So yeah. clearly he's trying to plan for a family. He's trying to plan for a family. All right. Um, is that pretty much it on Veronique? Yeah, she gonna put a root in my boy, but I think she already has my sister. Probably, <laughs> probably. I think she already has clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I do, you know, she she's definitely on that spiritual vibe, like that. You know, she's you gotta watch them the, them sticks and stones. Yeah, watch them the, ba- the bare feet, the bare feet. And, uh, and I say that as, as a member of the incense delegation, right? I say that as somebody with an altar in their home. Got but it. you got to watch some of these sticks and stone bitches. Got it. And I feel like she one of them ones you got to watch. She listen to Janae Aiko? No, you she think? old school, baby. She got like she all the India old school Ari? No, way before that. Way like, before that. <laughs> she got, got some it. shit with her. Uh, okay, Tracy yeah. Chapman type shit. You got to watch her. Okay, all right. I don't Bet like it. it. Bet it. All right. Mental note. We don't like Veronique. And I, I know, I know the dams and the dams and uh, the dams and hives just probably mad because they like I could be that bitch. You know. Maybe. And then we saw his butt this episode too. So. Maybe. Oh yeah, they dying to show us this nigga naked for for whatever reason. We're here for it. Okay, we'll we're, be here for it. I guess we're here for it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um. All right. Who do we go to next? Rob. White boy Rob. I think I feel like everybody know a white boy Rob. Everybody or Mike. You know, a white Mike or white boy Rob. Yeah, white Mike. And that's for what sure. you call him. Yeah. And you call him white Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've known like five white mics in my lifetime mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm gonna be real here. See, this part part of that character is why it gets half a brick to me. Because okay. what the fuck for? Yo, you're drawing straws here, bro. Yeah. Like you, like you fishing for content. You gotta pull somebody from season one. All the way back into the fold. He was in season four. He was in season four? That's the boy whose family it was and he was living with and carried. He was been moving weight for them at the colleges. Yeah. In season, I don't remember him in season four. He was never super, he came to get his bricks and that was it. Remember they would hide stuff at his house. They would go and drop stuff off. He he lived out like Malibu, something like that, out in the hills. The last time I remember Jive seeing him was like, it was like season one. I don't remember him in season four. He was present, but it wasn't 
a strong presence. He was just a white boy moving shit at the colleges. But they showed him in season four is what you're trying to tell um, me. Yes. I, I'm willing to, to you, bet. Like, I'm willing I'm to bet. I'm about 90% sure. But he wasn't, a, he wasn't, he's not a faraway character. He's not from season one. We knew what he was doing. We knew that he was moving weight to colleges. Right. So you you pull this nigga out. <laughs> you pull this nigga out your fucking, your dirty clothes hamper. Okay. Not the dirty clothes hamper. Yeah. In order to basically, okay. So he, so his character's in service of the same storyline that the Lim Bias thing is in service the of. War which on is drugs like is coming. The you war on you drugs. have started killing white children. Yeah. yeah first, uh, a prominent basketball player. So you fucking up with the NBA money. Fucking with the church's money. You fucking with the church money. He go down. Then you got white boys at parties shooting each other. All right. Now, That's crazy. You know, DEA want to know what's up now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Niggas want in. And they and they want to put a stop to this madness. So that's what his whole him and the the crazy Thad white boy the, with the whitest name possible Thaddeus Thad. You know what I'm saying? Ma- that, well, also in Thad's defense, that white boy stole some blow. I mean, yeah. So what? He stole some Who blow. Who steals blow? First of all, no, no. Let's 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 get into Thad's ass real quick. Pause. You mad because this nigga stole? Your homeboy cocaine. It won't even your cocaine. That's bro. a rider. That's the kind of nigga you yeah, need to go. No, that's not. That's not. Because that's the type of nigga that gets you killed. Touche. <laughs> Bing bong. Okay. Right. That's the type of nigga that gets you killed. Somebody that's riding harder for your shit than you. Like, no, fam, calm down. This is my coat. It's all good, bro. He can sniff it. I got, you know how much, you know who my nigga is, right? Like, I literally, I'm, <laughs> you I know sell who it. El Chapo, my nigga, right? We're okay. Like, <laughs> we good, bro. Fam. He can sniff up a whole key if he want. Come fam. to me tomorrow for some more. Make a new um a new customer, but exactly. Keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah, but no. But you got that the typical. I got a gun in my waist, scared to shoot it ass nigga mm-hmm. who would never pop off. If he was by himself, but but because but because he got the he got the stick in his pocket. <clears throat> Goddamn, he fucking want to make uh make a whole problem for the party. So the war on drugs is coming because of that. Yes. All right. Um, Rob told that it, so yes Rob is on that shit yes Rob is on that shit hard 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 right and you know that from the second you see Rob mm-hmm. it's like oh you like a raccoon baby what's going on mm-hmm. and not only that but Franklin recently upped his responsibility you getting three keys now mm. you went from one or two to three mm. and you using most of it is what it looked like you playing with your nose a lot mm-hmm um, go to this party. It looked like you giving it away. Duh. <laughs> like, he making not, up just to re-up. And not even to the fine white girls. Like, you just yeah. giving it away. To the boxy looking Jones. You could be in Hollywood at least. You got free blow. You could be in whatever club you want to be in Hollywood, whoever you want to be in Hollywood with. Right. And you over here at a frat party. Yeah. Um. Everybody's high out their mind. Here come the white boy pushing up on one of their women. That's probably what it was. That's it was ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was ego mixed with you being high and you having this, the pole in your pocket. So, Thad pulled the blicky out, shot homie. The news talk about it. Franklin goes the dead white boy. Let me go find my white boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See how this happened. Rob on that shit. Why are they still? I I was confused as to why they still had that house, but it started to make sense when we yeah, saw Wanda. Fucking rehab. Clearly, it's a, it's a halfway facility. house. Right, like, yeah. But that, but that could turn into her job because she needs a job now. 
So she could she could run a, a rehab facility now, get somebody, maybe get Leon to fund it. He would be the one to fund it. He loved the community. Yeah. Getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. My bad. Um, so they get in there. Franklin's talking to him like, yo, you get your rehab. This is a mess. Like, what did you tell Thad? Because he could get us in trouble mm-hmm. if he's hiding and we can't find him. Because white boy gets scared out of his mind because cocaine will do that to you. It's a hell mm-hmm. of a drug. Um, and he's hiding. And he's like, I didn't tell him anything. That's when I knew. He, he told, told him everything. <laughs> everything. He told that nigga everything. He had told Thad yeah. all of the things. Yeah. All the things. Franklin knew that then too. Right. Of course. Franklin's smart. Franklin open hand smacked that man. That was a real smack, by the way. <laughs> right. That was a real smack. <coughs> no? Okay, good. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a cough. They recognize. Boy. <laughs> but that, to me, I was like, what is... I see what you mean about the extraness. Like, I know the the purpose was to show us that it's infecting everybody. Because Peach is on that shit, too. Thank you. Peach that is, is not a summer cold. Sniffing. That is rain. Yeah. <laughs> we said that's rain. That is rain. Okay. Okay. I lived in San Diego four times. Chocolate rain. Remember that dude? No. <laughs> you don't remember the dude that used to sing? It was like this little Indian. His name was like, Ta- oh, what was his name? Tazan. Tazon or something like that. He used to. So this whole okay. This is a complete sidebar. He had a song called Chocolate Rain. Oh, little small Indian dude had a baritone voice like Chocolate Rain. Doesn't the same. But his whole thing was. Was he singing about black women? I don't know what. I really don't know what he was singing. I don't know what the fuck Chocolate Rain is. That shit sounds like it's crazy. But what he would do. Is his whole thing was he wouldn't breathe in the mic. You know, when rappers, they rap breath control, he would turn his head to the side like this and take a breath. Chocolate rain. When it comes down, you know, we'll never be the same. Chocolate rain. What? <laughs> yo, yo, his name is like, what the fuck is this nigga you know, name? Find out, Tenze, Tenze, Tenday. This is this is old YouTube, bro. This is like 2007, 2008 what? YouTube, bro. So you was you was still a child back Tay-Zon then. Zon Day. Day. There you go, yo. Chocolate Rain. I don't know how we got here. Chocolate fam. Rain is a song by American singer Tay Zon Day. It quickly became popular after the music video for the song was uploaded to YouTube on April twenty third, two thousand and seven. See. Treasy be knowing sometimes. It is a metaphor for racism against African Americans in the United States. Oh nah, nah, they pulled nah, they drawing straws for that one. I feel that like Tay re- might have told him that. Yeah, this thing this thing really thought he was Michael Jackson. He kind of looked like a little baby Michael Jackson too on the low. Okay, enough. Yeah, he nah, he really thought he was on his social political shit. It, he really won't. He was talking about cocaine. Chocolate. Yeah, Zonde is the one who said that it's about African American oppression in America. Nah, I, I rebuke that, my oh nigga. Oh my god! All right, so let's get back to peaches. Let's get back, yo, not, not the motherfucking uh, Megan the Stallion. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh my bad. You knew what I meant though. Uh-uh. So peaches is sniffing. You caught it too, niggas. Yeah. yeah, summer colds are the worst. I no, bet baby. it is, Mister Chocolate you got, Rain. You ain't got no goddamn summer cold in fucking <laughs> Los Angeles. Right. Shut up. Right. Shut but up. That's a cold head excuse, though. Now I'm stupid as you. Yeah. Peaches yeah. go from never being, that's where you been. Yeah. Every time we couldn't find you, right. you was out treating your nose. I know treating it. treating your nose. I know it. We almost went to war last season. Exactly. Because you somewhere playing with your nose. Exactly. And now, keep in mind, Peaches saw Franklin put white boy Rob in a pack. 
Okay. And then he heard the reason that he put white boy Rob in the pack when it was at Louis spot. Nigga was treating his nose. He was on that shit. So, You're not going to do that this this episode, this season? What? I'm not going to do These bad accents that you like? We're not going to do those. That, no, them's good. Uh, all right. I won't do no bad <laughs> <Them>. accents. <laughs> I won't do all good ones. No, 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 no. That no, was no. a good one. No, no, no. No, no. No, no. No, no. We're going to see that. That's included. Okay. All That's right, included. Bet. All right. We're going to stick to the Virginia accent that you're used to. All right, bet it. All right. So, all right. So, uh, where did we leave off with that story? <laughs> um, Dad smoked the nigga. He did. Okay. And then they took Rob. Rob was like, had been in rehab at the house. Right. We find out Wanda is girl six. <laughs> right. Wanda's definitely girl six. <laughs> like, yeah. Wanda talking him through the shakes. Franklin come in, smack the dog shit out of him. All right. And then Rob just like, I heard from Thad. Nigga, how? How did you, how did Thad know where to call you at? That, oh, that's right. There is no cell phones. Plot I hole. keep forgetting Fine. it. Fine. Keep, yeah. Fine. Fine. He knew what Thad was the whole time, probably. That's what it, that's what it boiled down to. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought too. Yeah. We go out there. Was that a Godfather reference? Uh, with the leave the gun, take the cannoli. Yes. When they pulled over. I thought it was heading that way and it didn't. But... I thought he was shot in the back of the head on the way back. Yeah. I thought, I, I mean, he did. But just not in the car. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I'm not crazy. That's what that felt like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's definitely Godfather S type okay. shit going on. I okay. mean, I I, th- I think it's, you know, like adjacent references. Like, it, I think it's done to make you feel that way. Oh, yeah. this is a callback to the Godfather. Okay. But then they do it a little different. They put, okay. the, they put the snowfall spin to it. Okay. Yeah. Then they get out there. That is playing with fireballs. I, I don't. I don't even know what that is. Is he in the circus? Like, I don't even know what this is. Is Barton and Bailey's? Yeah, he was like, "This house is driving me crazy." Oh, this mansion like, that hello? you can <laughs> twirl fireballs around Sorry. in the fucking eighties is driving you crazy. You have somewhere better to be, like <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, perhaps. Sir, hello. <laughs> this nigga crazy man. Uh, white folks be crazy. Just. <laughs> I love him though. Shout out to my white folks, man. That's Especially the ones that listen to the show. That's your business. But y'all uh, got to explain that to me. Yeah, y'all got some explaining to do about shit like that. And yeah. Rob, Rob shoot this. Rob knows that he's gonna snitch. That's why Rob needed to have a weapon. Yeah, Rob knew what it was. First thing out of Thad's mouth, <laughs> I figured you could call your CIA guy. Give me a new passport. Franklin looked at this man like, bitch. See now I gotta wear it. now. Now who done? Who done? Who else you done told? Everybody gotta go now. See, but but that's going to be part of the spillage because we don't know who else he did tell. And I, you have taught me, if nothing else, nothing is wasted. Yeah. That conversation that he had with Veronique, when he was like, people I loved and who said they loved me have betrayed me, mm-hmm. or I thought I could trust and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. That's going to come back with Peaches, I feel like, like you said, because Peaches made a face when he realized why he got rid of Rob. Because mm-hmm. in Peaches' mind, it was, oh, he was talking too much. Right. Nah, you treating your nose. Yeah. Like, he was on that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So here come Peaches now. He don't know what to do. Right. And like you said, who else did White Boy Rob too? Yeah. Or it, White Boy Rob and that. The both of them combined probably told a lot of them. Because that seemed excited to be able to even pull that car. Come on, man. You know he was pulling that car. If he pulled the gun that fast, you know he was pulling that car. Come on. Okay. Come on. Even quicker. Come on. On some goddamn Clint Eastwood shit. And then Rob, little stupid ass, couldn't even fire. That man is five feet in front of you. Yeah. Why you fired a weapon a hundred times like that? Yeah. You scared, I guess, nerves, maybe. Going through withdrawal. Hello? Oh, yeah, that part. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. 
They finally kill him. They get him out into the woods. He's talking about his goddamn Haley's Comet. Yeah, I bet it is. I bet. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the hole, son. Franklin was like, oh, look, <laughs> it's going to be over there. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. But that's going to that's gonna have some fallout. Yeah, there's definitely going to be repercussions. I mean, two two white dudes can't go missing. At the end of this episode, it was three white people. Was it? The dad, white boy Rob, and who else? Oh, the the one white boy that got, but he's not missing. They Grady. Oh, great. Yeah, that's episode two. You're right, Grady. Jesus. You you can't just have a bunch of dead white. No, 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 three. Thad, the white boy at college, and yeah. Rob. Right, but they didn't hide the body of the white boy in college. They knew he died. It don't matter. It's three dead white boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, off cocaine. Cocaine. You ain't supposed to have three dead white boys right. attached to your name. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, that, yeah. You fucking with the church's money. Yeah, and these college white, these ain't like just crackheads. Yeah. These somebody kids. Keep it a band. That might have been his key that made his way to Lynn Bias too, though. You it's out of college. Yeah. Lynn Bias. Ooh, so Lynn that. Bias got drafted and went back to school. Oh, Franklin. Yo, Franklin Safe funded HBCUs? He wasn't. Is the university? I'm talking about he, no, no. I'm just oh. saying he using college pipelines and shit. Listen, <laughs> like he giving out scholarships. Listen, because Lynn came. It. That's so people who may not know. Yeah, Lynn Bias was an amazing basketball player mm-hmm. who was drafted to the Celtics. At, and what two days later, he went back to college. Just you know, party with his friends mm-hmm. and be excited. He had a Reebok deal right out of high school. Mm-hmm. That's was that's what let you know it was about Lynn Bias. Yeah. Hearing about him playing against um, MJ and then hearing about the Reebok deal was a confirmation that that's Lynn Bias. Yeah. Um, I mean, they said Lynn Bias. He was holding, the dude was holding the jersey. That said oh, Bias. I didn't see that. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, I was probably tweeting when Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. But I heard the Reebok deal. I was like, oh, Lynn Bias. And then they said it like in the newspaper article. Yeah, the newspaper article. Yeah. yeah but just to. I got you. During the conversation they were having. Gotcha. Um, and Lynn Bias went back to have a good time or whatever. And he did a couple lines of coke. First time ever. First time ever. Mm-hmm. And he did not die of an overdose. He had a heart attack. Yeah, cardiac arrest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, and there's, specu- correct me, you might know better than I do. There's speculation that he had already had a heart problem that was exacerbated by the coke. Uh, yeah, Is that a rumor? I, I, potentially. Because I, I think he might have had the same issue that... um. I don't know if you remember back in, I think his name was Reggie Lewis that died. He he died running the ball up court and he had a heart attack. He used to play for the Celtics. Too, uh, megala, there's a thing where your heart's too big. But yeah, like an enlarged sort megala, of. Megala, I don't want to say megalomania, but it's a, yeah, your hands and feet are too big. Your heart's too big. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So it it, it could have been a pre-existing condition. I'm not sure. I, I don't really know too much about the limb bias. So I know there's a, uh, I know there's a 30 for 30 documentary on it, but I, I haven't watched it. But that's an important call out because Lynn Bias was the beginning of the war on drugs. He is very mark his the person who was with him was one of the first people to be charged for a drug user's death. Mm-hmm. Like he was one of the first deal he was he set the precedence mm-hmm. for someone who gives someone drugs that they die from mm. to be charged with their murder. That I didn't know. Yes. Oh okay. Yes. So. I was listening to this um another podcast called uh, what's it? Oh, hold on. I'm sorry, because it's really good. You should listen to it. They have a lot of stories like that. But his he's the first like documented time where someone's um was charged with murder simply for providing drugs. Wow. Not for death resulting. Death resulting. Yeah, the name of the podcast. Oh, got it, got it, got yeah. it. Okay, that sounds like. My but speed. that's the name of the charge too. Death, death resulting. resulting. Uh, yeah. 
So, Interesting. So that's an important marker. Okay. Because now we know who's coming. Right. That means Reagan's here. We're going to see Hillary. Well, we're Reagan right. been here. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, right. But we're going to, it's going to become a thing. We're going to start seeing his ugly ass wife. Got it. Tony Topper. Um, <laughs> oh, the throat goat. The throat goat. The throat goat. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, you raunchy, six. Someone wrote a whole book about how that lady had the best brain in Hollywood. So, oh, who wrote that book? It was a. T- it was, he, I will he find the, it and tweet it. But there was. I'm not the first tell all. I'm not making that. No, it's recent. There was like a whole thing about Nancy Reagan was known for like had the best throat in Hollywood. Wow. You missed that on Twitter? No, no, I saw that. I saw yeah. that, but I didn't know it was a tell all book. Yes. Wow. Yes. She was the she was the throat girl. Throat girl. Do you want to hear yeah. That's they were killing me showing showing her all these pictures with all these I seen her in a picture with Mr. T. I said, oh, Put I, her hands up. I said, Oh, I know he I know he <laughs> stuffed that junk. Listen. He stuffed that esophagus crazy, I'm sure. But I think that kind of solidifies the talk that we had on just another podcast about we're gonna see Hillary and Bill. Yeah, Hillary coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Hillary yeah. from season Super three coming writers. back. Yeah. Um <laughs> Dag dog. Yeah. Okay. You wanted something. Yeah. I definitely didn't know that about the Lynn Bias case. But yep. um yeah, but yeah, uh two white boys going missing. One dead. You know, and one so. and one tied the one one pol- no, both of them. Police know both of them were present were, the other white boys' were, death. Right. So that's, you know, a good police officer gonna put that together, no problem. Ain't too many good cops in this city though. Yeah, well, because what the no, fuck? Here's the thing. They be good cops. They just be corrupt. These right. niggas be good police, bro. Like, the dude Bo was good police. You could tell, like, he got sensibilities to him. You know what I'm saying? He's probably good police, but he's just corrupt. You know what I mean? Are I you, feel like you can't be corrupt and a good cop. You, you crazy. Mean, do you mean he, like, a, has You've never good, seen The Shield. No. Do you mean he has, like, good investigative wits yeah. about him? Okay, so when I hear... Cop is very specific. But what you mean is that he is good at the... The, oh, like detective. The skills yeah, that yeah, are yeah. required to be a police officer is what you're saying. Well, okay. Like, Shout out to my man Al, man. His pops said this quote to me. I don't even know if, if he remembers this. But about 20 years ago, his pop said this quote to me. He said, It take a good uh, he said it take a good cop to be a good criminal and a good criminal to be a good cop. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. Like good cops be good criminals. So they can think like a criminal, so they fuck okay. around and solve cases like a criminal. Okay. You see what I'm saying? But they're corrupt. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. But that those usually probably be the best ones. <laughs> you know, like um, but, I would imagine. I mean, I would imagine. No, no disrespect to the good police officers out there, because I'm sure there's some that are, you know, good detectives that are not corrupt. But six is making a face, so I'm gonna get off that. A cap. <laughs> nah, I can't, I can't follow you, but I hear you. Um. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so obviously that's going to be a problem, and that road is going to lead to I mean, everybody think Franklin sold coke. Man, when, when he first showed up at Grady party, white girl was like, "Are you? Did you bring more blow? Did you bring more blow? Excuse oh, me. What makes you think I got the blow, girl? Good afternoon, bitch. Hello, bitch. I'm Eddie Murphy. What you talking <laughs> like, about? You know, you know what's crazy? When but, he was in the airplane by himself in the beginning, I was like, "Is he listening to Eddie Murphy?" Oh, was he? No, he clearly wasn't, but just oh, okay. the voice. And like, I was like, is that fucking Eddie Murphy? Bro? That's funny, dog. Yeah, so apparently everybody knows Franklin sells blow. Like, it's, it's really wild. He like Still blow Pesci out this month. Yeah, that's a fact, bro. Still a nigga and a coup. That's a fact. But they don't, but I see, I don't know if they know that he that nigga, though. They not going to find out, huh? I don't know. Where you put it into that? T- um, Teddy, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, te- oh yeah, Teddy said, I'm, I'm back. 
and uh, that Reed nigga dead. Perk. Yeah. All right. So that's that. White boy Rob gets smoked, rolled in a pack, put in the ground. We talked about peaches on that shit. Peaches on that shit. Let's get into this Grady guy. Okay. Grady was messy. Child. At first, I didn't. I was like, man, nah, I'm not fucking with this. He needs to stay the plug. I'm not fucking with this Teddy coming back shit. The more yeah. I thought about it, I was like, Grady got to go, man. He gonna take down. He gonna take down the whole thing, bro. Well, no, I think that Franklin had got some insurance with that, right? Because Franklin wants to leave. Yeah, he's been wanting to leave, right? And he was able to get Grady into legitimate businesses with him, right? So Grady can't do but so much because if Grady got in trouble, he had to leave that assignment because Franklin was done, right? He was still gonna make him rich. Very true. And also, you treating your nose. I know this is what I give you. Yeah. And I'm sure Franklin knew he was stealing too. Because if you able to cut a price, you're not supposed to be able to do that. Franklin know that. He worked with, with Teddy before. He cut the price. How you cut the CIA? Like, how you? Right. He cut the price for a, a plane <laughs> uh, for a plane ride. $15 million plane ride. Slim. Yeah, that's wild. He did, he did the math kind of quick on that too. So, like, Franklin wasn't dumb. Yeah. So, yeah, he could have tried it, but it wouldn't have been worth it. Why the fuck would Grady be skimming off the top like that? Because do you think, well, I don't think anybody cared before. Um, I mean, clearly he was getting away with it, but yeah. And so the Remember only... they told Reed, oh, you're the last, well, Grady told him, oh, yeah. you're the last one who think you're doing it for, um, right. you know, crime, pride and country. Like, Yeah, what he, yeah, he he said something specific. That, yeah, yeah, something in country. You the last basically, patriot left. Basically, you the last January 6th nigga left, bro. Yeah, bro, like, <laughs> we out here getting money. Like, fuck right. around with you. Right. He's one of them people who's like, oh, like you take July 4th really seriously. Yeah. God and country, I think that's what he said. Yeah. God and country. Like you, don't nobody do that? Yeah, Teddy. Te- yeah, Teddy. I mean, I but I get, I get it though, because he was right. You know, like I, I, he's, so Teddy's heavily invested in this, in the war in Nicaragua. Like Teddy. he's, he's heavily, in, this nigga went back there. That's part of the problem. <laughs> Let it go. Right, right. But he has nothing to go back to. Well, well, correct. He he completely scorched his life. But I think also what goes into that is that you've met people face to face. You've made promises. You've done things. And you've set balls in motion that people expect to be upkept. So I would under, I could understand why you would still be tethered to that. Because but he literally had an exit. He did, man. But you know. That's what I mean about... You need a lot... Teddy... Go get you some go get you some bitches, dog. Like, why are you Well, I mean, Grady broke him down. Grady is basically like That won't smart though. You're not supposed to play with Reed like that. I he, know. He like, didn't know who he was. He didn't bro. know. He didn't know. He didn't know he wants to do that. He didn't know Reed was a serial killer. <laughs> you weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> nah. Pulled out the strap, put it on the table. And Reed looked at that. I'm like, boy, I don't even need the boy. Boy. You're gonna die. I'm shit. gonna kill you after I leave here. Right. I like I like I like how Teddy played it though. He, Glass of wine? After he killed him, and he was just like, I want you to know this is not because you disrespected me. It's because you're bad at your job. I like that. That was real P. It's real P. It's real player. But Reed, stop. Go get you some bitches. Yeah. Where's your son? Go be a father. His son with dad number two, the new daddy. That's crazy. On the, on, on the little on paddle a boat. Somewhere on a cape, chilling. You see what I'm saying? Teddy don't got much to go back to, Teddy's man. Teddy's turning into his father. Mm. Turning into his father. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. So, Grady had to go. I mean, okay. So, here's what we know about Grady. He was intertwined in real estate businesses 
with Franklin, like we called out. Mm-hmm. Do you think he was part of this this development building that that's happening? No, I think this was specifically for family. I think this was supposed to be like the family's way out if ever need be. Because remember, he brought it to them, to to Aunt Louie. I said them like they can see the TV. Right, right. To Aunt Louie and Uncle Jerome. Mm-hmm. Brought it to Leon, him, mm-hmm. and Shorty and Veronique. Right. Okay. Um, I think that they didn't really call out anyone else. And they were asking for $10 million from everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think that was everyone's way of, like he said, repatriating their money, getting their money out of Panama into the, the, um, the Americas legally. Mm-hmm. And the, kind of their insurance. If something goes left, nobody can touch this. Right. This is legitimate. It's clean. It's been cleaned. Right. And you can do this if you got to spend two, three years in jail. This stays clean. Yeah. You come out, you're still good. If we do sell it, you get a return. Right. Um. So I don't think that he was involved in that. But Franklin got a whole building where he runs like an actual legitimate real estate business. So I'm sure in other places that way. Well, what Franklin don't know is his money gone. That Panama money gone, 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 gone. That Panama money gone, bro. Like how this story ends, that Panama money gone. Oh, true. Uh, if we say, uh, if we uh, say uh, true to story. Manuel yeah, well yeah. made off with that. Ooh. Okay. That like Noriega, you know, I mean, because at some point, you know, it's, listen, there's nobody to police your money. Yeah. Right. This is, this is fucking drug money. I know it's drug money because I'm allowing it to come in. Right. Right. And there's a war on drugs and we need your money and we're underfunded. Right. Because old boy skimming off the top. Mm-hmm. So we take your money. You know, we never really got resolution to what happened with Avi and, you know, the whole, the 15 million that disappeared and all of a sudden it was back inside the Oh, we're going to find out what Avi, his Nazi killing stuff. Well, I love Avi. Avi is another one that's skimming off the top everywhere. He 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 robbing Peter to pay Paul every time we look around. That's, Avi that's said he, Avi's entire storyline. Avi said he's a suspected Nazi. Don't worry about him. Right. <laughs> never real mind talk. him. Avi, what? <laughs> you real were torturing talk. someone. <laughs> yeah, real talk. So, um, but Grady had to go. I do agree with that. Mm, I don't know. I feel like, well, I mean, for the sake of the story, right? Sure. But that's going to cause so many problems because Reed is nuts. Mm -hmm. And like we saw when Reed was leaving the house, like Franklin, he's like, damn, I can't leave now. Franklin was that close. He should have smoked him when he got the cigar. Come on. Yeah. He should have smoked him. Come on. Put Reed in a pack. Period. Like Reed was not supposed to survive none of this. Yeah. I want Reed out of here by episode five. Is it going to happen? No. no. But I want him out of here. No. Nah, Reed, Reed, Reed finna turn up the, he finna turn up the pot. And uh, and then he going to get off with everything. He not, there's no repercussion for, for Teddy whatsoever. Especially because Aunt Louie said lower his price. I need this price lowered. Oh, yeah. Okay. He agreed to it. And Teddy said, uh, nah. Yeah. No, they can continue paying 10. Yeah. Now, what we did learn is Louie and Jerome took over Inglewood. After Man Boy died. Yep. So they're supplying Inglewood, but Inglewood is, they want a lower price, so they're going to go straight to the Colombians. Right. So, you know, they they dealing with some issues. It basically, it sounds like they dealing damn near with the same issue that Man Boy was dealing yeah. with. You know? Ambitious ass niggas. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I like where Louie and Jerome are. They, they're the only ones that seem to be selling a lot of weight, but still having fun. Yeah. Riding horses and being fresh. Jo- yeah. Making jokes about Maria Antoinette Titty. <laughs> Buy a hundred Uzis. Yeah. From Ivy. From I- what, what's that about? They finna go to. They, they, they in Inglewood. 
Yeah. But are they selling arms or is it for personal protection? Maybe personal because what we do know is Scully is in this episode. And I don't imagine that. He's, he's in this episode? In this season, excuse oh, me. Right, right, right. I don't imagine that he's gotten over anything. Hey, yeah, he couldn't have. I don't, yeah. But yeah, so I wonder have they added guns to their inventory of uh, things to be sold. And does Franklin know? Probably not. If if he, if they're dealing with Avi directly, probably not. Because I think Franklin and Avi are done, right? Did they have some big falling out? Oh, yeah, he does. He stole from him. Yeah, he Duh, stole from him. The whole, yeah. the whole, I mean, but it wasn't confirmed. Like, they didn't confirm that Avi stole anything. They gave us enough to say, we think Avi stole something. And we they gave us enough to, to say, Franklin knows. And he also, well, no, because Franklin made him pay him back. Because yeah, well, remember, Franklin um, got his money back by lying because Avi was trying to steal his money. Yeah, well, they went down there together. Mm-hmm. And he tried to steal the money, and he got it back, and then he flew back by himself. Right. And then made Avi pay him back when he rolled up on Avi with Leon. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, he rolled up on Avi with Leon, said, you got such and such amount of time to get this back to me. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, I remember because Avi either needed money or something like that for what was going on. The money he originally tried to steal, he did need it. Right. Um. So I think that they may be contentious, but they weren't. They didn't end it as if they were never going to talk again. Contentious, of course, but. I feel like the last time we saw Avi and okay, I could be wrong. I, I won't. I won't go hard with it. Could be wrong. But um, uh, bottom line is that like I'm pretty sure Franklin doesn't know that they're doing business with okay. Avi, right? You 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 would say yeah, that. yeah, because I feel like Franklin would have been there. Yeah, or yeah. it would have come up. It would have come up. Yeah, right, right. Okay, Avi um, looking like Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> for, for real. Like where are your teeth? Um. So, God, I just don't understand how he continues to weasel his way into these situations. Right. It's crazy, man. Um, but but basically, Louis and Jerome, um, it seems like they're on the fence about this real estate deal. Uh, Jerome seems like he's on the fence. Louis seems like she'll do it, like she understands the, the benefit to it. But Jerome Jerome seems- just green. He don't understand how that's a good idea for their money. Yeah. All he hears is we're getting rid of $10 million. Right. What rather he does, he won't have access to a liquid ten million anymore right. is all he knows. He don't understand the word passive income, <laughs> or that that keeps your ten million safe. Safe, yeah, appreciation. He yeah. don't understand investing. Yeah, you know he Which make, is he make ten spend hood. ten. Yeah. yeah. Um. He need to go ahead and get them Jerry curls. Goddamn, braided up. Go ahead and hang it up. Please. Leon got his shit braided. Please get your shit braided. Bro, Please, if something. You're keep it. Okay. Or at least get it trimmed. You get need it trimmed. The layers better. Something. Yeah. You and your wife got matching hairstyles. <laughs> uh, what else do I got on my notes here? Who who else do we need to address? And they still kind of in the same place. Well, Uncle Jerome not wanting to be here, and Louis just kind of being the reason that he is. Which so that kind of surprises me that he didn't that he wasn't excited about that real estate deal because that could be a way out. Well, no, I, I don't think I don't think he wants out anymore. I think I think all that ended after she got shot and was in the hospital. I think at that point he was like, fuck it. I'm in here with my wife now. Okay. You know, I'm in the game with her. Because you remember, like, he kind of played gatekeeper for Franklin, couldn't come in to see her. Yeah, yeah. And then they came to him together and was like, yo, we want to basically, we don't want to work for you no more. We yep, just going to yep, buy yep. our work from you. Yeah. You know, we not united. There was, a, okay, so this scene right here, I'm going to tell you, there was there was a line that was said here in this scene. The scene that we're looking at is the scene that uh, uh, Franklin calls cuba to speak to sissy 
to tell her that he's about to be a father mm -hmm. and it's a broken connection. There's a staticky connection. And at some point, Franklin's, and I felt like this line, like I said, is the tuck away for something later. He was like, um, man, these connections are getting worse. Got to find a better one. And I felt like that, like he was talking about the phone connection, mm -hmm. but I feel like that conversation was more about the plug. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, just something that I thought they kind of like threw in there or something, you know, something I, I tucked in my file for later, mm -hmm. you know, file. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so clearly, I guess she's still in Cuba. She can't come back. Yeah. So, I mean, but like. That was the deal. They can't come back. Right, but what I'm what I'm getting at is okay. You go out to the farmers market and you come back, and now Austin is dead. Is Alton he dead? Is dead. They never showed us anything. Well, the, they just kept showing her creeping up behind him, and they said what you did to his dad. Right. He didn't say he did, he's dead. He could have maimed him. Could have got him locked up. Could have flipped him. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I'm. Could have tortured him. I'm assuming. Right. Could have gave him to Fidel. But then, but. But how would Frank like? I don't know. I I, I feel what you're saying. The way that they, the way I that feel they're like being, if he was dead, sissy would have said something. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like the whole shit is just weird, right? Like like that feels like a plot hole right now. Right. You know what it feels like. I'm gonna be honest. This is what it feels like. It feels like they left it open purposely, mm -hmm. just in case they wanted to come back to it. But they probably made the decision, we're not going to come back to it. He's dead. But we didn't show it because we want the option to potentially pull it back out maybe. for whatever reason. You know, maybe, you know, Alton's agent in real life was being hard on the negotiations. They didn't know if they was going to bring him back. Something crazy like maybe. that. I don't know. But um, as it sits right now, they're playing it up like Alton was killed in Cuba by Teddy. Yeah. Um, and Sissy on the phone acting like she must have been part of the plot. because she, right. like... she She ain't depressed or nothing. You know, I mean, after you kill my husband, see, now deal's over. I come back to America now. Right. right? See? So, because um, Alton was, you're right, because Alton was the reason, and Sissy just chose to go with him. Yeah. So, that's that. Um, we said, we touched on it. Wanda's girl six. Mm -hmm. Wanda's looking healthy. So proud of her. Yeah. So proud of her. Beautiful Wanda. Living in Franklin Mama House. Right. Um, It definitely is looking like she's... I mean, she just quit her girl six job. Mm -hmm. Um, she tried to go work for Leon, and Leon, being a stand up nigga that he is, said, "Bitch, you are an ex junkie. Get away from me." You think I'm finna have you around all my cocaine? Are we gonna be together? No. Do I still love you? Absolutely. Get out of my face. I, I, he needs, he needs to buckle. Down. He needs to take Wanda <coughs> back, bro. Needs I, to do what? He needs to take Wanda back. Like maybe not work in the organization, but be with her. I, I think they need to be. I think. I just feel like you know, looking at the evolution of Leon, he didn't he take he taking the hood on field trips and yellow buses. That was very fire, very dope. And even his reasoning was, I want him to see some shit. Yeah, that's very. I mean, I mean, they they establish where Leon was when he broke the dude's foot with the jump. Yep. Right. Yo, yeah, I broke his foot because he stole from a nigga. Okay, he still got his life. And he get to keep the breads because guess what? He bought him. He paid for him. He paid for him with his fucking broke foot. But you still. So And we, you still got a job. You can still come back. You can still come back. Yeah, it's it's all good. We gonna let bygones be bygones. But that established what Leon is right there. He's fair, but he'll put hands on you. Leon is who Franklin thought he was. 
Yeah, he is a better version of Franklin for real. Leon is, the, is right now, as it stands, the only gangster on the show. And the kind of, if there was a drug dealer, you could be proud of. You know, back in the day, people talk about how drug dealers used to take care of the community. Right. Leon throwing cookouts, taking the babies to see stuff. Yeah. Living modestly, like, I don't need much more than this. Knowing who who to hire, who not to hire. Right. And he's not having no women out in the corner. Franklin running around with women. Yeah, he's doing a lot. He you gave, run around with women bodyguards? Hello? He gave Franklin a book to read that Franklin ain't read. Come on. <laughs> Come on. He eating, he's still eating bologna sandwiches in the hood. Leon got a good gold watch on Franklin's and silver. I he, noticed that. I don't know what that means, but it stood out to me. And how you know it's not platinum, though? Either way. Either way. Uh, Something about a gold watch. Men should have on gold watch. Should have gold watch. I don't know. I hear you. But just Leon just just stood out as being. Remember how we knew that his line was crossed when that baby died. Yeah. That's still very much him. Yeah, I, I think I think he 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 about planting trees now and not and not destroying them. He understands that this is what I have to do to, to make, make shit shake. Yeah. But there's a way to do it ethically. Yeah. And that's what he's doing. Yeah, and and there's a couple things to take notice of. He's still living in the hood. He just got a nice place in the hood. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He he doesn't live abundantly. He spends his excess on the people around him, the, the community that he's destroying. He spends his excess on it to build it up. To build it to back make sure up. the kids who the children there don't end up coming to see him ever. There you go. So like, so he he's yeah <clears throat> like if you if you mean gangster in the terms of like you know a real man. When people used to say, you know, the drug dealers back in the day used to take care of the community or used to do turkey drives, you know, they say shit like that about how they used to do coat drives and take care of the kids. And there were certain people they wouldn't let um, sell. Like, you know, they would see the kids and you were going to make it out. Like, no, you can't come. You you can't can't be down. Right. You can't do that. But And they would pay for all the shit for them to make sure they needed gear, if they needed books or whatever, need school paid for. Right. We'll do it. I think he's a representation of that. Got it. Because- Around 86, it was pop, not popular, but it was more common for people to be selling crack and coke and all that shit. Mm -hmm. So you had a lot of different kinds of drug dealers. But again, I'm kind of young, but I hear older people talk about those are the drug dealers they were used to and they could be quote unquote proud of. They had to be proud of many of them. Got it. Okay. I'll take that. He he didn't want to invest in the building because he was on some like, I'm not finna buy a building that's trying to keep black folks out of it anyway. Yep. So he very pro-black, mm-hmm. basically, is is what we're getting at here. Uh, he's very pro-black and about his community. So I, I take it. He has a code. He definitely that, has that a code. Cannot be, that cannot be crossed. Yeah. And, and and because of that, the hood probably rides for him heavy. Absolutely. He's, he's protected. He's insulated. Can't nobody come and fuck with him. And he's he still can... with Big Dion and the little nerd boy. Yeah. I like the nerd boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, okay. So we wrapped up Wanda and Leon in, in one in one stroke pause. Mm-hmm. Um who who else is left to talk about? Oh, I think see. we kind of touched on Uncle Louie. Uncle Louie. Aunt Louie. Yeah. And Uncle you? Jerome. Right. Teddy. So uh we okay, yeah, we, we kind of touched on Teddy. So it's time to talk about Franklin. Okay. Let's talk about Franklin. Where where is he at? Where is he at mentally? Oh no, no, no. We didn't before we get to Franklin. Bo, the new police officer. We talked about him a little bit, but oh, Louis always got some shit with her. Yeah. Why are you always attached to the dirtiest person in the season? Yeah. Cause he just the reincarnation of male daddy at this point. Uh, uh, a worse version, because Mel Daddy was at least straight. He wasn't like 
True. In, into the life. This dude is, he's sniffing coke. Okay. Everybody treating they know. Yeah, everybody treating they knows. Everybody's partying. Like. And long story short, he basically told Louis, if 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 you want me to keep protecting you, mm-hmm. you have to give me a player in the game that I can give over to my superiors because they on my ass. Mm-hmm. So this war on drugs wants bodies, and he's asking Louis to provide one. Um, Who does she provide? I think she goes for Leon. I don't think she never really liked Leon anyway. I think I think I think she I think she goes for Leon. If I'm if I'm looking at people in a, in the di- direct circumference, right? Either Lee Scully. Maybe well, I say, go- why wouldn't she give up a competitor though? Yeah. Whoever's threatening to go to Columbia's. Mm, yep, and that's because, probably Scully. Because she's not going to get the price cut. Right. And she's not going to cross Franklin. She can be mad as she want to be, but right. we know Aunt Louis love him. Yeah. Well, she she wouldn't she don't get the bricks from nobody else but him. Mm. Right, but they talked about doing it before. Right. But even if he doesn't cut the price, mm-hmm. she's not going to buy them from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they start, if they decide to go to the Colombians, mm-hmm. I feel like she gives up that person, mm-hmm. whoever that is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, it's either, to me, it's going it's to either be Leon or Scully. Because that leaves them, because in his defense, he wants the accolades, right? Like it's the war on drugs. Mm-hmm. He wants to make a big bust. Right. Doing that, will lead him back to a cartel. Because Louis also know giving him somebody inside their operation mm-hmm. leads them back to the CIA. Mm-hmm. It won't matter anyway. It won't matter anyway. Mm-hmm. Especially now that Teddy here. God, yeah. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy messes Teddy run a tight ship. Yeah. One thing about Teddy, you gonna, now you are going to sell these drugs. Teddy's a pimp. Yeah. You are going to sell these drugs and in return, I will keep you out of jail. Yeah. You will be in a jail that I create. Right. Not one that they made for you. So let's stay on Teddy for just a quick second. Mm-hmm. What did he do that's actually bad? Because I, when I be when I be thinking about Teddy, I'm like, he's kind of not wrong about. I just think in the context of the show, he is the bad person because the show was about drug dealers. It's about drug dealers, right? Yeah. So he's the and he's also the CIA. Guy. So that's why he's bad. Well, right. So in, I mean, on a political in the level. '80s, that's why he's the bad guy. Yeah, I I mean, I get it there, yeah. but but in reality, he's right. Like, you, it's blood in. You've been getting you've been getting weight from me. You know who I am. Now you can't leave. So please sell this cocaine for me. I'll keep you protected, bro, as long as you buy. But he be terrorizing for why are you in my house middle of the night? Nigga, call. Because it's You a, got my it's beeper urgent. number, dog. It's no, it's urgent. you got then beat me, bro. It's urgent. I just overturned the plug and I need to let you know I know where you reside your head. No, but even Teddy just be doing shit like that. Right. To let you know that I know where you reside but your head. But it don't head. have to be an urgent matter, is what I'm saying. But I have to let you know that I know where you reside your head. No, but he knew. I'm talking about even before this season. Where the money resides. Enough. I'm talking about even resides. before <laughs> talking about even before this season. Yeah. Teddy just act like a thief of the night, nigga. The dramatics. Yeah. Just call. But I think it's for, I think it's for the purpose of keeping shit in order. That's what I'm saying. Like, Stop terrorizing people. That's why he's a bad guy. Stop it. I mean, but that's also what makes him a good a a, a good sheep wrangler. <laughs> like I know where all my sheep is at. You know what I'm saying? And Teddy White. Yeah, I mean That's why he bad. <laughs> See, listen. Wait, I'm not trying to get canceled. So. <laughs> the day I've had, I can say what I want today. Oh, that's true. You know who we didn't talk about? Oomst. Your favorite, Orso. My baby. Yeah. I mean, he, he was quick. Obviously, he was having to work with Grady because CIA yeah. switched out Grady for. Um, Which means he's safe, and that's what I like. 
people not gonna keep dying on my baby. That's good. Right. And, well, he's raising these kids now. Yeah. So I go. Oh, so. So the, the so, right. They're his nephews, right? Mm-hmm. They're not his kids, right? Yes. Okay. Um. So that means him and old girl together. I don't know. They yeah. asked him about it, and he was like, eh. "Yeah, okay." I don't know. Um. So yeah, we don't get much, but basically, he's fine. Like, yeah, fine. Teddy, come back in the fold. I don't care. Grady's also good. don't care. Also, yeah. like, look, I'm good. My money don't change. All yeah. right. I don't care who it is. Right. All you can go is crazy. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Um. All right, bet. So Franklin. Um. Franklin has West Side Developments now, which is doing multi-million dollar mergers mm-hmm. and deals. Okay. He got a whole staff. He's got a whole staff. On both sides. Private planes and hangars. And why? Cadillacs and arms on, we, we arms on, or watches on arms. Why? Why what? He got a private plane? Why you got this mess? Because I got to do something with my money. I have so much money. I have to do something with it. Yeah, get when, caught. That's what I, you have to I do. Wanna, when I want to go down and get my money out of Panama, I don't have to get on Delta. I just jump in my plane. A smart person gets on Delta, though. It's the 80s. They don't want no fucking TSA. I know, man. But but it said you want to show out. I wouldn't call it showing out. It's the 757. He doesn't have no 757. It was a step plane. above a Cessna. I don't know what that means, but I just know it's not one of them little rinky dink ass planes either. I mean, it's a st- it's like it is a fifteen passenger it's van version. It's the E class, bro. Sure. Either way, <laughs> yeah. it's not no two seater. Okay. It's not like a hobby plane. That's true. It was. It's it, not like a hobby plane. That's true. It has some weight to it, but you know, just in, I mean, this shit doubles as just in case I gotta pick up more bricks on the way back, baby. I need cargo space. The man know what he's doing. No, he don't. We has proven that every single season that <laughs> he, no, he does not. He do. He keep getting away with it. He clearly know what he's doing. Because of Reed Thompson. Right. So that's he what has I'm a saying. vested interest. That's and what I'm it's saying. It's not he, a positive thing, though. He should actually feel good that Reed's working <coughs> the farm because that means the money ain't never going to stop. No, he wanted to get out, though, is why it's a problem. Did he really want to get out? I think that he really does love Verony. I think it's a dumb decision. Listen. But on top of that, now he's having a baby. I think that he is very adamant about being present. Right. I think that he's very adamant about legitimi- legitimizing his child's life. And I think he's starting to realize, I don't like this. Mm. This ain't really my speed. Okay. And he's doing well at real estate. He's going to make the same, his lifestyle won't change if he goes into real estate full time. Right. Okay. So you're a proponent of him getting out the game. Yeah. Because he don't know what he's doing. He's okay. not good at this. I have been saying that since season one. He is not a gangster. But. You like to mistake a street nigga for real nigga. He don't have to be. A, first of all, your definition of gangster got to like. No, no. I'm just talking about him in this particular role. I'm just talking about him as being a good drug dealer. He's not a very good drug dealer. He's a very good drug dealer. Efficient and being good at it ain't the same. You see this man. Okay, listen. You see where this man living? That's what we're basically on. You see the tenure. But again, it's because the CIA keeps him safe. Not because he makes good decisions. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It kind, it kind, it's kind a of a fucking dancing monkey could do this because the CIA is making it so nah, nothing else could happen. That's not true. They could have picked any nigga in the hood. They, they could have. They nah, absolutely could have. They couldn't have. If they would have picked Kevin, this would have went all wrong. But what I'm saying, I don't know. They would have groomed him. It might have been easier on their end. Yeah, 
He would have moved enough and not made any noise. There would not be there would be no reason to keep him out of jail because he wouldn't make enough noise to go to jail. I, I think I think you I think you're severely undervaluing what Franklin Sanders. You have literally agreed I, with me about this before. Have I? Several. We've had whole discussions on how Franklin Sanders is not a good gangster. So um, how he's not. Well, the you guy. keep switching the vocabulary. Is it? Is he's not a good gangster? Or I always good... say gangster, and now you're acting like that's the new thing. No, you... so I tried to switch it to okay. He's just not good at no, this. No, I said you have to. We have to broaden. No, okay. So my problem is, is you keep saying he's not a gangster. Mm-hmm. That's my beef. My old beef is that you're saying that he's not a gangster. He's very much a gangster. It's a new beef of yours, but okay. No, I, this has been my beef with you because, like, because you always say, well, you've literally agreed with me. That I was no, I can. We record this show. I know that's what's going to work against you. <laughs> we record this show. I, I've, I, I've never agreed with you in saying that Franklin's not a gangster. He's okay if he's not a good gangster. Fine, whatever. He legitimately is a gangster. Okay. I've 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 never agreed with you there because okay. you always be like Louis the only gangster on the show. No, she's not. I think it might have always been implied that I meant good because you've literally agreed with me about this. We've had conversations. So what happens if we find the conversation and I clearly say I don't agree? What happens then? Nothing. We're never gonna know. <laughs> no, because I'll go find it if I know what happens. No, what then. I'm saying is we're never going to know what happens then. I got it. So you won't apologize. We're not going to have to know what happens. If that, Got it. Like, so you won't apologize. Okay. All right. So, um, so, but is that the tension here with the A-line? Is that like, I, I want, is that the thing that's going to push Franklin over the edge and like really trying to get Baby gonna Teddy leave. out of here? Baby going to try and leave him. I feel like she means that. Right, right, right. Like, hey, I'm not, you said this ends. So, we had an out date. He's not going to be able to do like he did his mama of, oh, I, I don't know when. I don't know. She's she going to hold him to it. She colored coordinated a calendar based off gyno visits. Yeah, that shit wild. Do you think that she has not marked down whatever date that he said, I'm done selling drugs? Right. And do you think that it's not supposed to be before she go into labor? So, but this is what I'm saying. So when that date comes, how is he still trying to fight to stay in the game? Or is he now plotting to get Reed out the situation? I think he wants out. I, from what we've seen now, okay. it seems very genuine that he does want to be with her okay. and they want the same things. Got it. So as of right, and especially they have the conversation about how um, she was, I think, nervous about what Grady was going to do about him getting out. And that's when he brought up, we're in legitimate business with him. He wouldn't want to hurt us, no incentive for him. We can still make sure he's good. Like he wants out. Yeah. Okay. So, so to some degree, this is, this is the cold war between America and Russia right now. Like just in general, like, like one, like one false move will turn this real bad between us. Yeah. And it, and cause it's been contentious for years, mm-hmm. you know? Um, okay. All right. So I take that. It's a cold war between them. Franklin just like, why don't you blow his, you had a weapon right there in the cigar box. Yeah. I think out of fear. I think out of fear. I think uh-huh. part of him fears Reed. Uh-huh. I know. Why are you saying like that? It's not a fucking gangster. That's, see, your definition of gangster I'm, is I'm, real That weird. was just me. Oh, okay. Feeding into it. Jesus All right. All right. Um, is there anything left to cover about episodes one and two in, in this detail? No, I think a lot happened, but it was just a lot happening. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm cool with it. They, they gave us a lot to look forward to. Right. Some of it seems a little crazy, but they did lay out a lot of storylines that could happen. So, and I think I think uh, they laid out the inciting incident. 
I would say the inciting incident was Reed killing Grady. And I like that it happened this early. Well, it usually does. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's, it happens early. So from here, the next thing that we're looking for is the conflict. Yeah. You know what I mean? That'll probably come like around episode four. Um. All right. Cool, man. Well, let's get on to this uh, to our Rico Awards. So what did you come here to warn me? You're going to wrap my knuckles? What did you expect? This house, those cars. That's before we even get to the millions of dollars that are flowing directly into your pocket and not to the cause. Well, there's a lot of looking the other direction. I just figured I was included. You're not. All right, six. We are on to these Rico Awards. Hello. Yes, yes. And again, for the first time listeners, the Rico Awards is the segment of the show where we break down who we feel like is the most important character mm-hmm. in the episode. Um, you know, the person that we feels like dr- drove the story along the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just who had the most weight in this particular episode. And obviously, since we're doing one and two, we're talking about one and two. <coughs> um, and then we also break down what we feel like was the most pivotal scene of this particular show. And again, since it's one and two, it's, you know, we're doing the both of them merged Mm -hmm. in one. So six, I'm going to give you the honors because women first. Who was the most important person? You're not even a gentleman, but (laughs) the most important person, the most important person to me was Veronique. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm going to feel that way about her a lot. Okay. Um, Something to milk with her. I don't know. Mm -hmm. She's going, I, I feel... She is very, very new and all of a sudden very, very important. Very. Like she's having his child, which she, means she's yeah. going to be the most important person in his life. She has nudged her way into being the anchor of his entire existence. Right. Like yeah. he's going to choose her over everybody now. She's carrying his child. Right. Um, and again, be it a good or bad thing, she is self-preservation seems to be to run very deep in her. Okay. So she drives the story in that way because she adds a new layer of urgency. Mm-hmm. One, to get out, and two, just to watch out for Franklin. He has much more to live for, much more to make sure he gets out for, mm-hmm. much more to think about. It's going to change the way he does things throughout throughout the show. I can see that. Okay. I think that's a good pick. I think Veronique is a really good pick. Yeah, she did. She came in, oh, how do they say, she walked lightly, but carried, she's carrying a big stick. Yeah. She definitely has that like very like non-threatening presence, but she definitely is respected. Yeah, you know, um, baby mama, what you gonna say to her? I dare you. Right, and <laughs> Louis and Jerome seem to like her. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So she's family friendly and all of that. All right, um, I'm gonna go with probably a little bit more obvious answer. I'm gonna go with Teddy. Okay. Um, you know, because I do believe that the inciting incident of this season is hinged around Teddy's doing, which is killing Grady and reasserting himself in as the plug during the war on drugs. So mm-hmm. he's 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 ready to take control of the narrative of cocaine uh, and Jeez. and take responsibility for what's happening in Los Angeles. He wants he wants to make America great again. OK, <laughs> and you keep asking me why he's bad. I know. He definitely wants to make America great the again. Trump of coke. I know. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah, yeah, I I think it's Teddy, man. Um, he, he, you know, he wasn't, he was introduced in a very like weird, playful way in episode one. We knew, we knew it was something bad when he first showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they doubled back that and kind of gave him a lot more screen time, <laughs> right? The dollar store wig, um, gave him a lot more screen time in episode two and he came in hot and heavy. 
pretty much asserting himself into every, you know, morsel of this operation that existed while he was gone. So, um, yeah, man, he is the, to me, the most important person. All right. Now on to the scene, the scene that, uh, that, you know, that led these episodes here. You want, you, you want me to, you want to switch? I go first this time. Um, since it's hinged to Teddy, I think the most important scene was the scene, the, I guess that was the last scene of episode two mm-hmm. where he goes to see Franklin. Okay. Um, I, because that is, that is indeed him saying, I'm back. Gotcha, bitch. I gotcha, bitch. Darkness, okay. my old friend. And everything that had been built up to that moment between him and Veronique, between, you know, between Franklin and Veronique, between, you know, these, these deals that he's trying to do and. You know, all these conversations and I mean, just his whole stress level that Franklin seems a lot less bothered in life. Mm -hmm. You know, his skin looking really good and exfoliated. But looking nice and tight. That's on you. (laughs) You know, even though he had to put white boy Rob in a pack, he came back still feeling okay. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. his mental health seems to be in a pretty decent space. Got him a good woman out. There you go, man. Looks well fed. You know, look healthy. Everybody look healthy. Punching the punching bags and such. And then. Reed comes in. We right. can tell mental health going down the drain. True. You know what I'm saying? So so Reed, excuse me, Teddy, because Reed is dead now. Reed, yeah. He made that very clear. Teddy, call him Reed. Teddy came in and changed the entire tone of everything that we saw in like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So to me, that was the most important scene of these episodes. Okay. Um, For me, again, hinge to the most important person. Mm-hmm. It was when they were sitting in the bed and he was flashing back to having to kill Rob. And when she was asking him, you know, nothing can happen to me or the baby. You have to get out of this. And he said, I'll do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. I'll do whatever it takes to make that happen. Mm -hmm. That lets me know that he meant that. And that a lot of things that may seem out of character Mm -hmm. are going to happen. Again, because it's his baby mama now. Everybody is second to her. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter who. Everybody comes second to her. Mm. Um, this shit with Teddy, I do believe that he wants out, and now there's a bigger incentive for him to get out, and there will be no money woes if he gets out. So I think that that changes their dynamic of him being willing to do some something strange right. to, to keep his promise to her. See, okay, because part of me is like, can't he just... If he really wants to get out, even with Teddy in play, can't I just get out the game, put you on with Louie and them, you know, let let you talk with Louie and them? Because Louie was, I mean, Jerome was already dealing with, with I think Reed Teddy get and, off on this shit. I, that's why I think Teddy is sick. Yeah, but but so here's what I'm getting at. Because I, I think that I think that would work essentially, right? Like. I think he could make that switch up and say, listen, I'm out of the game. I know what I know. You know, you got what you got on me. I got what I got on you. That leaves us at a nice little stalemate. You can do business with them from here on in and and just leave me be. I'm going to go build my <sighs> compound. I'm out y'all way. If y'all want to come by and have a drink sometime, let's do it. Teddy wouldn't allow it. I think Teddy would allow it. I think, <clears throat> I think what's going to happen, I think what's going to happen is he going to go for that money in Panama. It's going to be gone. Mm. And then that's now... You ain't got the money, you know, to 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 build this life that you've committed to, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to leave the game 
And maybe that's when some of these qualities you're talking about, shorty, might come out. Mm-hmm. Where it's going to be like, what? The money's gone? You know, all of this, yeah. all of, you know, it's going to turn into a thing. Maybe that happens. But it's definitely going to put him in a position where he has to get his hands dirty again under the regime of Teddy. Yeah. But he's going to be conflicted because it's like, I'm, I, you know, you know, it's just going, it's just going to put him in a vice. That's one way that things could go. I don't know. Okay. But anyway. Okay. All right. So that that's it for the Rico Awards, man. We're going to move on to our next uh, segment. Hey, Reed. Brady had agreed to cut the pricing down. 9000 a kilo. I'm hoping you can honor that. Let's keep it at 10 for now. Also, Reed's gone. From here on, you can call me Teddy. So what do we officially call this segment six? Because I've always just referred to it as like, or at least I thought it was just like, Jay-Z has a line for everything. Yeah, there's a whole lyric for that. Jay-Z line for everything. Okay, so that's what this is? We're going to tell you what Jay-Z lyric matches with this these two episodes. Right, there it's you the go. the gist of it. That's the gist of it for all our first-time listeners. Because Hove indeed does have a line for everything. He does, and especially in the realm of drug dealing, opulence, and what it means to be a supplier of said drugs. Mm-hmm. And you're going oh. first, by the way. All right, that's fine. So in, in this particular instance... Um, Okay, I know the song, but I don't know which one of these verses I would want to apply to the situation. So, pretty much, Jay Z's anything. I risk everything. Okay. Everything. Um, and I think I'm gonna go with the second verse. I know, Mama, your little baby, but these streets raise me crazy. Product of my environment, nothing can save me. Thanks for letting me bloom, for your wisdom, for your womb, for the roof over my head, for my shoes, for my bed. For the most important lesson in life was when you said, strive for what you believe in, set goals and you can achieve them. Thanks for the days you kept me breathing, when my asthma was bad and my chest was wheezing. Yep, so long story short, um, I feel like that song really... That track really speaks to like sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, it says right there in the corner, chorus, I'll do anything for you, right? Like um, the second verse, especially, it's like it's a love letter to his mother and just acknowledging all the sacrifices that she made for the, the sacrifices that she made to pave the way for him to be, for Hove to be who he is. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the second verse really paints out to be. And, um, you know, just going on the trajectory of where Franklin and Veronique's story is going. Okay. Where it seems like he's, you know, he's willing to make certain certain sacrifices to make sure that his family is to be at a certain place, um, you know, with a certain amount of freedom in this world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And he's he's willing to kill a, a boy he grew up with. You know, he's willing to, you know what I mean? Whatever, dog. He's willing to invest in his real estate program. Like he's willing to do whatever to make himself a legitimate entity for his family. And okay. I feel like the sec all, all three of the verses speak to that, but <sighs> something something about the second verse, because he's speaking about his mother, almost the same way we're we're talking about like how it's looking like he may potentially be living in the footsteps of his father mm-hmm. to some degree. They're kind of replaying out his mother and his father's life again. Um almost in that same sort of way where with the breadth of experience that we have to understand who Franklin is, what sissy was to him, you know, he probably has a a better picture of what his mom and his dad, or he's going to achieve a a bigger picture of what they sacrificed for him to be here. That's, that's, that's where I'm at with it. Okay. 
um, I'm choosing Jay-Z's verse on Love All by Drake. Niggas want to kill me and y'all still with him. Nigga, y'all chill with him. And y'all wonder why we not friends. Best thing I could do is not build with you. When I could destroy you, that takes some fucking discipline. I could send a team to come drill you. I got a billion or two. And I know where the fuck you live. Niggas gotta chill with talking gangster. You should just thank us. Humble yourselves a little bit. This ain't the same Sean that you knew once. I don't shine shoes, uh. This ain't what you want, nah. No. All that back and forth on the internet. Nigga, we don't tennis that. Y'all gotta do something, yeah. Only thing we expect now is violence. Anything besides this, we playing violence. So basically that kind of applies i feel like different parts of it apply to different people on the show right so when we talk about best thing i can do is not build with you when i could destroy you mm. i got a billion or two i know where the fuck you live right reed is like i could just get you out of here because mm. reed don't like this little nigga mm. it's really about keeping him hostage okay it, it's really about you just happen to be moving the way i need you to mm. no you can't leave and i know how to find you mm. and what you gonna do about it right when we talk about um Niggas want to kill me and y'all chill with them. Mm. A lot of these people have some smoke for Franklin. Mm. And everybody still seems to be honky-dory. Right. When we talk about Aunt Louie chilling with Avi, feel how you want. Avi tried to steal from that man. Right. When we talk about Leon and Franklin, them niggas was about to get into it. Like, right. Even Uncle Jerome. Everybody's kind of had a thing. Him killing Rob. Mm. Like it's just becoming weird. And back to Franklin's callback about, I, I can't really trust anybody. Can I really trust you when he's talking to Veronique? And she's like, of course you can. Mm. And he just like, you know, people been saying that, but they've been walking behind me, right? Mm. And then when it comes to Teddy kind of asserting, you know, I'm I'm not the same. I'm not reading no more. Ain't the Sean that used to sign shoes. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's just, I feel like th this verse fits different parts of different people. Mm. But overall for what these two episodes were. Mm. About betrayal and what that looks like and how to avoid it and how to, and how it's also inevitable. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Okay. I think that was a pretty good pickings for you. Thank you. Um, any predictions about episode three? Or, you know, any anything that you want to see developed? I hope episode three explains the time lapse. I, I'm okay with that episode. Mm -hmm. Telling us what happened mm. in the in-between. Where the fuck did Veronique come from? Mm. Okay. How do Aunt Louie and Uncle Jerome make it so they can buy horses and shit or just off the cuff? I mean, they got money. They su they supply. They I want to see them come up in Inglewood. Oh, got like it, got I it. I want to see what that looks like. Got it. Yeah. How many bodies dropped in between? Maybe. And who? That yeah. might become important. Where's Scully? Yeah. You in Inglewood? I definitely want to see what their relationship with Scully is now. Yeah, because you need permission. Yeah. If he not dead. Yeah, and 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 furthermore, I don't think Franklin has to deal with scully on any level now and that's what i mean like they wanted to kill each other and that because for me aunt louie and uncle drome have to have some kind of relationship yeah they have to have to yeah in order in order for them to exist in inglewood yeah um or it, it very at very bare minimum the boy's bitter right for, uh scully's bitter right and, he, and he's gonna be back on the ass it's so. gonna fester yeah yeah okay how that, about you um yeah, nothing. I mean, I I do want to see if Scully's in this. I want to see him reveal himself, and I I I'm dying to see what his disposition is. Yeah. Um, I'm dying to see you know, uh, the develop. I, I like where Leon's character is going. Yeah. So I want to see the development of you know what 
conflicts arise with him, you know, and and I do believe that like him and Wanda, you know, I, I can definitely see him sponsoring a drug rehab facility and letting Wanda run it with her breadth of experience or somehow sponsoring whatever she wants to do to keep her out of the streets, but also be an advocate for addiction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, or a, a, a addiction rehabilitation, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to see that develop. I mean, we already know where this Reed thing is going. He, you know, he wanted to, he wanted to see the world burn. So um, he's going to be heavily invested in that. But yeah, man. And and then I want to know if they're ever going to address what happened with this money in, in, between Avi and Franklin. You know, I, true. That yeah. is an open open yeah. concept. They kind of danced around it, but yeah, because I, I think I remember last season they showed him looking through ledger books and all of that. You know, all the accounting of all the money that's over there. But yeah, like I think I think he gonna go over there and that money gonna be gone. Yeah, that money gonna be finito. And so, that's gonna that's gonna be bad for a lot of. It's gonna be bad for everybody. Everybody seemed to have their money over in Panama. So this is going to be bad for everybody. They're going to wish they had listened to him immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that, man. Six, do you want to give them our socials? Yes. On Twitter, we are, of course, I don't have it. I was doing really good at knowing that. Mm-hmm. We are Grams of Snow. On Twitter? On Twitter. Okay. We are Grams of Snow podcast on Instagram. I thought it was just Grams of Snow pod. Grams of Snow pod. There you go. I've had a day. I'm sorry. Grams of Snow pod yes. on, on IG. Yes. So, man, tap in with us. You know, follow us if you can, man. We need our followership to get up. If you if you know people that listen to Snowfall or watch Snowfall, make sure you send them send them these episodes, man. Because we are here to stay. We gonna break them things down, and we gonna have fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we need that. We need our little Snowfall army to grow, man. And uh, I guess we will be back. We'll be back next week for the final episode of Euphoria. Yep. Which, if you're not on Euphoria. You should get on it. Tap in because we, you know, we break that down as well. And then uh, and we, we'll drop that on Wednesday and then we'll be back again for episode sn- three of ep- Snowfall. There, there it is. Uh, see y'all next week. Bye, friends. Peace. This has been an On Ear Network production.